open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean I mean, all I'm going to do is just like when we're doing animal talking, like I'll just make a note when it is and just mute it. It's not a big deal. Or I figured out how to actually mute my mic. It took me a really long time, but I figured it out. Uh, My old board used to have a button on it and it was nice. And then I bought a new board and it doesn't have that button and it's a bother. So that's a bummer. Do you not have a button that just has like two main mix? No, Uh, that sucks. That's why I never knew that it was mute, because it doesn't say mute. It's really far (laughs) away. Well, like, my old one did have a mute on it. Oh, that's freaking cool. It said mute. Hey, buddy, I'm going to toast to you. Hey. No, I'm going to toast to you. To the new... Cheers. To the new days. To the new crew. All righty. A little happy shoddy. Let's get it roddy. What was that a shot of? Uh, Evan Williams whiskey. Okay. That sounds actually pretty good, not going to lie. <laughs> it's, it's like a cheap whiskey. It's cheaper than Jack Daniels, but it's okay. I'm drinking a Coke Zero as well as this beer, and it just made me think. I'm like, man, some Evan Williams in here would probably be pretty good. Man, I buy those little quarter cans of Coke, you know what I'm saying? Dude, you can crush those bad boys in like two sips. It's great. <laughs> it's two it's sip or dip, bub. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you pop that bad boy, seven seconds later, it's gone. And you're like, well, I guess my craving for soda is over. How Sweet. quick do you think you could shotgun one of those? Dude. <laughs> not, not Still not as fast as Ben, but still like a quarter of a second. <laughs> do you think you could shotgun one of those faster than Ben could shotgun a beer? Yes. Yeah? Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. Last time, I think, when we were in Louisville, I was only like a half second behind him in terms of shotgunning a beer. Now, he's obviously practiced so much more than I have since then, but But I felt like I was holding my own. Obviously. Um, He's golfing. Man, speaking of fucking golfing, I've been playing that a lot lately. Golfing? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. I've gotten Where? super hardcore back into it out here, so. Like, you're going to the course? Yeah, I played uh, last week. I actually played, we, me and my my, uh, my buddy at work. I just went today to the driving range by myself, so. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's uh, freaking awesome. I took a lesson, and, like, it was, a, like, 900% improvement over where I was, like. You took one lesson, and one it was, lesson, like. And it was like everything was so much better because he helped me with like my grip, which was what was awful and holding me back. Everything else was pretty okay. So it's been so fucking great. You didn't give up the good old like Happy Gilmore, did you? Man, you can really fuck yourself up doing that thing. Dude, I know. I know somebody who smoked themselves in their front ankle. Oof. And I've seen a lot of people that like they just whip the whole head of the driver off doing it because they hit the ground (laughs) real hard. So... Dude, if there's one thing that is so prohibitive about like getting into golf is how expensive the clubs are. For so, sure, like, man, that, it's so that stupid. just makes me cringe. Because <laughs> uh, I've wanted, I've casually wanted a new driver. Because of course, you get into something or back into something, you look at get the things getting into that hobby. And I was like, oh yeah, I'd like to get a new uh, new driver. Holy shit, I can't find one for under like two hundred and eighty dollars. Which, nah, that's just way too much, man. Dude, that's so expensive. And that's on, like, Amazon, you know? What you got to really do is wait for, like, one of those uh, Facebook Marketplace things where somebody's just getting rid of their, like, I don't know, their the granddad's yeah. clubs that, like, were brand new two years ago and they had a stroke or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get the deals. The grandpa stroke uh, discount, you know? I use your granddad's clubs. <laughs> what about, like... That'll probably be the next thing that America fixes. We'll, like, get some robotic exoskeleton so old dudes that have strokes can still play golf. And now they hit it, like, 600 fucking yards because 
Dude, that would be what America fixes. Like, yeah. instead of everything else, it's, yeah. it makes, like, rich old dudes be able to play golf. Yeah. Infrastructure, <laughs> fuck you. Housing for the poor. Medis- medication, you know, all that shit. Fuck that. We're going to get old guys still golfing. Well, at least they're looking into healthcare somewhat. <laughs> yeah, man. They're getting those dudes out into the fresh air, which... Is where all the real healing powers are, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Man, I'm so hyped for you, man. If you got, if you guys ever get back up here and you bring your clubs, there's, like, golf courses all over the place up here. It was really I cool. know you passed one on the way to Mitch's. I'm sure. Uh, it, I would love to. It was really awesome. The course that I go to down here so far is just, like, it's a every hole is a par three. It's just a par three course. But it was great. There are two two holes that, like, I hit perfectly and the ball landed on the green on like from the tee box. And like, I've never done that in my life. And it happened twice the last time I played. felt like a god. Dude, nothing felt better. And that's what makes me want to keep going back now. Like (laughs) it's, it's like a drug or like booze or something. Like you get that first taste and you're just like, oh, I want that again. So dude, you're going to keep going back to this course and get really good at it. And then go to another course and be like, I quit golf. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) This is stupid. <laughs> Screw that, man. Oh, holy smokes, dude. But no, uh, so yeah, I don't think I would because I did pretty good uh, today with my driver and stuff as well. So <clears throat> I used to have a bad slice. I'm working that out and I'm chipping away, chopping yeah. the wood. That was for Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've always wondered, like, because I haven't played that much. Obviously, I just like I would set down a, a golf ball in the backyard. My stepdad had left-handed gloves. I'm I'm right-handed. So oh I, like, shit, had, that's even worse. Yeah, so I had a like I got pretty good at hitting left-handed, but um, it it's like in terms of like having a slice or a hook or whatever. I imagine if I had like a slice, I would just never try to fix it. I would just try to play into it. <laughs> that's. My uh, my old boss, that's the way he plays, apparently. Like, he has such a terrible slice uh, that he sets up in the tee box facing, like, 40 <laughs> degrees to the left so that it flings around, you know? Which, that is yeah. just... You could just take a lesson and have him help you not do that, but... <laughs> or I guess hey, just... If you get so good at that, it's just like, why not? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if anything, someone will see you tee up and see you start looking towards the parking lot. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Next thing you know, <laughs> that bad like boy just launched. It's like a magic trick. Have you ever golfed at all in your life outside of like putt-putt mini golf? Um, Outside of like going to the driving range and just like using clubs around the backyard and stuff. No, uh, my dad used to golf. So like I would go with him to like uh, to the course and kind of just like it, it was so fascinating. It was really cool to just like see it. Like I can't even really wrap my hand my head around just like how somebody can pick a club and be able to gauge like almost down to the yardage how hard to hit it and stuff. That's, but it's so uh, yeah. fascinating to me and I want to try it. But at this point, I'm like, I'm 33. Like I've never done this. I'll break I mean, myself. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Like <clears throat> it is a sport that like it's one of the rare ones that like you can still play at like 80 at a pretty competent level like and you can get into it anytime man especially if you have an exoskeleton for sure that's where the next thing's gonna be man what was that that game that came out like two years ago that was like that doom no it wasn't doom it was uh it was a (laughs) dark souls like game but it was set in the future and you played you had an exo (laughs) lee carvello's putting challenge no uh he had uh yeah, so at the start of the game, you find out that he's, like, paralyzed from the waist down, so he's in a wheelchair, and then he gets, like, this exoskeleton that drills into his brain, and then, like, all the other people that have that have gone insane, and it's just a Dark Souls rip. What it, was it? I've never even heard of this, but everything you just described, I was going to be like, Kyle, was there blue aliens in this? Because you might be thinking of Avatar. No, I know, right? <laughs> it sounds very similar to Avatar, for sure. There's no way if it's Dark Souls that it's even nearly as pretty as that, as that, uh, as that movie. <laughs> the Surge, that was the name of it. Yeah, it was like sort of, uh, it was like a B game. Did you play it? No, because I didn't, it didn't look very good. 
doesn't sound very good. But I remember, I just remember it, and it was exoskeletons, and it looked kind of cool, but, oh, yeah, Michael in the chat says the surge was not good, so... Yeah, to all you audio listeners, we are streaming live on Twitch um, mm-hmm. to do this episode. So you might hear some interactions with folks in chat. Uh, so if you're ever around when we are recording, feel free to hop in and uh, and drop a comment. Willow, Willow, Willow Smith, man. You know Willow Smith? Will Smith's daughter? Yeah. She, uh, okay, I whip my hair back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, she's apparently <laughs> gone metal now. And uh, shut up, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and it's 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 not bad, really. <clears throat> okay, and like I guess Jada Pinkett Smith used to be in like a heavy rock band in the '90s. I didn't know about this, but for like Mother's Day, Willow got them back together. It was, of course, I'm sure a big publicity stunt, but oh, it was pretty probably. sweet. Dude, talking about um, unexpected like things with like metal music and stuff. I I know you know this, but I've been absolutely obsessed with watching uh, like vocal coaches and like opera singers and stuff reacting to like metal singers and metal songs lately on YouTube. It has just been like next thing you know, I sit down, I watch like one 15, 20 minute long video of somebody breaking down like cemetery gates. Right. And then next thing you know, it's like an hour later and I'm listening to like another seven of them. And I'm just absolutely obsessed. If anybody's really into like vocal, like listening to how people are able to form, perform vocally, check those out. It is so fascinating. It's so cool. I like the vocal coach ones. And there's a couple of like, different drummer dudes that I watch react to a lot of metal stuff. Like one is like specifically a pretty good jazz drummer. So he's got like a much different outside look on it. And that's a pretty cool yeah. guy. And then just another dude I think is a drum teacher. So, uh, but yeah, I love shit like that too, man. That's awesome. Uh, <clears throat> which ones Cappy? I will have to look online. Uh, I don't know them off the top of my head. I just see them when they pop up on my, feed like oh hey a new video and then i watch like four of them in a row because that's what you do kyle you know what i was thinking about today i know this is a weird segue but i don't know when we're gonna (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's not a good segue because there wasn't like a smooth transition but i was thinking about this this morning and i actually had to grab my phone and set myself a reminder to think of this because i definitely forgot about it by six o'clock tonight But I was talking with my buddy at work this morning, and I said that we're going to be recording tonight. And I started talking about the game Returnal uh, with him, and I had been talking to him for, like, the last four days because this one boss, like, I kept dying after an hour and a half of getting there, and I was so frustrated. And I started talking to him. I'm like, you know what I really miss? You know what I miss, Kyle? I miss when games put in the ability for you to put in, like, a god mode cheat or, like, a clipping (laughs) cheat. I miss that shit so bad. And, like, I get it, I get, and I love challenging games, but sometimes, and (laughs) sometimes you just want to fucking play the game. And it's one of those things where, okay, if you put in god mode, don't get any achievements. You know, you're you're locked out of those, you only get achievements if you're not playing with god mode. But it, what kind of really made me think about that was you talking about the, the depth slider that's making you motion sick. And you oh, said, and Evil? Why, yeah. yeah, why isn't that something that's standard now? And I was like, well, it is kind of weird that God mode and like no clipping was such a huge thing in the late 90s to like mid 2000s. And I'm like, where did that go? <laughs> where did that go? <laughs> a lot of that was from like, so here's my understanding and half-assed explanation of this. Uh, so back in the earlier days when, you know, these dudes were developing uh, for these consoles, rather than, you know, constantly go back to the keyboard to put in these commands while they're testing out shit, they just had it easily available. But as the systems got more advanced, you know, they're basically computers now anyways as they're programming them. So, like, they can just turn shit on and off as they need it. It's not, like, really hard-coded like it used to be i feel so right that's my always, explanation 
Dude, it just always felt so cool when you're like playing Doom or something <clears throat> and you put it in and you got this God mode activated. <laughs> I always like the way uh, Goldeneye handled it where you would get cheats unlocked if you performed uh, well enough in certain of the like if you could beat the levels in certain times, I think. OK, you could. Yeah. <clears throat> that's where you unlock like uh you could unlock like big head mode paintball mode stuff like that they right? had dk mode you remember dk mode that was also no. pretty great yeah it what made was you, that one it gave you the big head and it gave everybody like really long gorilla arms so you look like donkey kong <laughs> of course that's something that rare and nintendo would put in the game <laughs> yeah. and then yeah paintball mode but <clears throat> i remember you unlocked all those by doing certain i like that like cheats are there but you have to earn them still like it still makes you get good enough at the game to where you can have fun with it and start to break it. Like I like the idea of earning it. So it, that's very reminiscent of Tony Hawk. I mean, but also in Tony Hawk, you had the option to put in like a button command, but all of those codes you could unlock by playing the game as well, which was yeah. pretty cool. So, uh, I don't know. That was just a weird thought that I had. And I wanted to just kind of uh, throw that out there. Kathy in the <laughs> chatty brings up fallout and I, for sure, I would have never played nearly as much as fallout 2 as i did if i had not used cheats which i don't know i was also <clears throat> i didn't get computer games when i was younger i didn't and especially one like fallout 2 with a whole bunch of shit that's going on underneath uh yeah. and there's a there's a lot of cool shit in that game you can be a, uh, a porn star in that game in fallout and <laughs> fallout 2 like the one from like the 19... pc one yeah uh-huh okay <clears throat> okay uh akunu says mercenaries on god mode was fun as fuck and i i just had to jump in and say yes that game was so much fun uh yeah speaking of fallout on um on pc that was very uh reminiscent of disco elysium did you end up f finishing that game uh, i haven't yet i'm still playing it i've what well, sucks about disco elysium is that it was the first of like a series of four games that all released like within a two-week span of each other, so <laughs> <clears throat> it's in there, but it's in the rotation. And, you know, I've also got uh, Near Replicant, uh, Resident Evil 8, and Returnal all going at this same time. So, I mean, it's there, but it's simmering right now, you know. What did you say the other day? It's the worst of the first world problems. <laughs> yeah, to have too many games to play, for sure. It truly is. Um, truly is yeah what the fuck else is going on buddy who the hell are you we haven't even established that yet who are you in the lore yeah <clears throat> i mean it only it took us a while to get here but that's okay <laughs> hey guys uh i'm sean <laughs> i'm not ryan you may notice a different voice yeah. but uh my name's sean <clears throat> i am uh co-host of nerdy thursday which it's kind of on the shelf for right now that I hosted with my best friend Mitch for years and years and years. Um, Kyle and I, who you hear right here, is uh, was one half of Animal Talking, which we did for about 10, 11, 12 episodes, which was really awesome. I uh, had a great following. It was a good uh, old time. Yeah, it was a really good time. And, you know, we're just like a couple of pals from the podcasting community that became really good friends. Uh uh, a little bit ago so just a couple yeah. of good old boys from down south hanging out having a good old time is that a dukes <laughs> and hazard or, or something that's a something hazard yeah. and dukes <laughs> <laughs> i like to do yeah. voices they're gonna come out but i'm excited to be here i was very very honored when you reached out to me god it's got to be almost like two months ago now yeah, a month and a half two months ago when you reached out to me probably yeah and uh and and asked if i wanted to be a part of this and i was like oh man i gotta think about it and literally like 20 minutes later i was like yeah man <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i miss this so much and i know we have such a great chemistry together um that it's just like how can you not for sure man did you uh did you ever get far enough in high school did you take like chemistry you... oh yeah chemistry you really? physics oh man you're wasting Dude, I, I was a really big uh science and math guy Oh, that's awesome because I'm the complete opposite. I was fully into like language and creative writing. I was also writing. into that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Dude, was not social into math. studies? I like some science. 
What is social studies? I don't even know. Uh, like world history, um, stuff like that. Uh, it's history, basically. Hmm. Um, that was like my weak point. Um, but which is really weird considering now I'm just absolutely enthralled with learning as much as I can about pretty much anything that's happened in the world Yeah, <laughs> outside of current events. So I don't know. It's kind of weird how that stuff happened. Uh, Not sure. fuck. I forgot what, what social studies. I know I had to, uh, I had to take summer school after my graduation. I had to take uh econ i think economics uh to get my diploma because uh i failed that okay shit <laughs> oh you want to hear a pretty funny story about um talking about getting diplomas and stuff so did you have like senior pranks some some people did them like i yeah tell me yours and then i'll tell you my school's fantastic one it's oh, okay. So ours wasn't that fantastic, and it was actually kind of a catastrophe. So my class, uh, one kid, uh, name won't say his name, obviously, but he was planning on going into the military and ended up getting his hands on a bunch of military-grade smoke bombs. <laughs> okay. And set them off in, like, each of the quarters. And I got it, like, very small school. Like, my graduating class was, like, 300 people. Damn. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, imagine, like, less than 1,000 people in a in a high school. It's not a very big building. And so, we let them off. And, so, like, people had to be, like, taken to the hospital and ambulances for, like, oh, asthma fuck. attacks. The whole building got evacuated. This was, like, two weeks before graduation. The kid got expelled. Of course. Yeah. Of course he got and expelled. And so, we sued the school. And they let him, like... Like he couldn't attend the ceremony, but he but got, he his, got diploma. his diploma. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh. Yeah. Shit was kind of crazy. It was like everybody, like the prior years were all very fun, but this guy was just like, yeah, I'm going over the top. And it was really bad. <laughs> did you, uh, did you guys have graduation parties? I wasn't cool enough to know if they did. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm sure they did. <laughs> I remember one of my friends did. His family threw him one. And it was it was pretty great. But I remember we just played uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron on the GameCube the entire uh, time. Dude, that game freaking banged. That's what I was doing at a high school graduation party at 18 was playing fucking Star Wars <laughs> Rogue Squadron. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome, dude. Not, not slamming <laughs> beers and stuff. Lapping rears. I was. Dude, I didn't have my first beer until I was out of high school. Really? I had my yeah. first one uh, real young at my cousin's wedding. Uh, my other cousin, him and his friends got super drunk and then they started, they snuck me a couple beers. And I remember drinking a beer and not liking it, but I wanted to seem cool. So, like, I just sort of sipped on it and played Final Fantasy VII all night. <laughs> <laughs> As you will. What was uh what was your first beer? Do you I'm remember? I'm sure it was just Bud Light, like some okay. real shitty stuff, you know, nothing fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was uh Miller Light and to this day I can't drink that shit. Really? Uh dude, I like if Miller I see Light. that, my skin crawls. That was like the worst experience of my life. <laughs> uh <laughs> uh thanks for the sub, Zeus. Thanks for the sub, Kunu. Very awesome. We appreciate it. <clears throat> alcohol. Some alcohol tastes good. When they when they church it up real nice, it can be really tasty. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think like um, I was really big into like mixed drinks and stuff when I was younger. I like champagne for some reason. I fucking love maybe, champagne. Maybe good that's fun. why I like mimosas. Like mimosas is like my soft spot, man. Like Mitch, if he holds like a, a Bloody Mary bar... He always has mimosas for Caitlin, and it's just me and Caitlin just drinking mimosas. All day. <laughs> <laughs> just choosing on the mimosas, nice. Yeah, drinking the mimosas <clears throat> and like eating the cock or the uh, Bloody Mary <clears throat> fixins. You know, it's hard for me to decide what I like better—a mimosa or a Bloody Mary. I don't know. I probably like a Bloody Mary better because there's more variety in a Bloody Mary, but I really like a good mimosa. 
I think the beautiful thing about a mimosa <clears throat> is you can make it like a hundred thousand different ways. You want a blood orange one? Cool. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I guess it's not the same if you do like a grapefruit juice mimosa, but I'm just still going to call it a mimosa. It's juice and champagne. I'll, I'll I, call uh, anything like that mimosa. The only thing I don't like are these over-the-top ridiculous Bloody Marys with like 14, like a Bloody Mary that comes with a cheeseburger on a stick on the top of it. What the fuck are you doing, man? Okay, well, them are, okay, that's very dangerous words to say to a guy who <laughs> lives in an area that has this co- place called AJ's uh, Trailside Pub that is famous for their Bloody Marys that literally have a mini slider. Oh, my a, God. A hot wing. A hot A wing. shrimp. Dude, I, and then a shot of PBR floating in it. What? No shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty insane. <laughs> well, I might have to try one of those next uh, 4th of July games. Yeah, I guarantee you, Brian from Cape Podcasters just like did one of those, you know, that Arthur meme where he's like, like shaking his fists. Guaranteed listening to this. Why? Because he likes them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For, <laughs> for a while, he was just like posting pictures of Bloody Marys on his Instagram. I'm like, <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> oh my god, Kyle! With the, w- what? <laughs> I was just gonna say, uh, with the last year being so insane, this being my first show, I just wanted to know how this last year has changed you. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm much more cynical. I'm much more nihilistic, even more than I was, you know, because. Uh, I, I've come to learn that humanity cannot rely on each other. We are so fucked. We are all doomed. Everyone yeah. hates everyone. It's it's going down, down in an earlier round. Uh, and sugar, we're probably not even going down swinging. We're going to get cooked alive by global warming in the next 25 years, and nobody's going to care. And huzzah! Yeah. So, yeah. Well, if anything, I learned uh, uh, most people are awful. I still try to put my little bit of good out in the world, you know? Nice. Yeah. It's butterfly effect. Maybe. Maybe that applies. Maybe if I'm super nice here, uh, some Japanese businessman buying a pair of panties out of a vending machine will be also nice <laughs> to the uh, the the, ta- <laughs> the the maid at the whatever place he's going to go eat at. I don't know, man. Is that how the butterfly effect works? Have you ever seen Yeah, probably. I, I've seen that movie. I saw the scene where he like slams his, his hands down on like the paper stabbers. Yeah, it's uh, already like a huge plot hole, though. Yeah, that that wasn't a great movie, but I saw it in theaters. I did too. What the <laughs> fuck? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Man. Was it because it had Ashton Kutcher in it? Were we drawn in? Probably by this shaggy-haired Ashton Kutcher. This is when, like, he was blowing up. It would make sense that that's why we would go and see it. It's like, here's the next star. You know, let's, let's go check out and see what's going on. <clears throat> let's go see this new Tom Cruise. The next. Tom. What if Ashton Kutcher did his own uh, stunts, his own special effects? Do you think that, like, uh, he would still be married to Demi Moore? I don't know if he would. Like, was it the stunts that kept her away? Because did Bruce Willis do his own stunts? I don't know. Wait, didn't Ashton Kutcher marry Demi Moore? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, That's a nice little through line right there. They're Very not nice. married anymore. Yeah, that's that's how I do a segue here. Not Paul Blart style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I got to say, I feel like Ashton Kutcher is doing all right with Mia Kunis, you know? Oh, that's true, too. He's he's all right now. Doing all right. Doing all uh, right. Well, talking about movies, you you want to you want to chat about something we we watched recently, or do you have more things that you wanna you wanna touch upon? I don't know. I just like chatting with you, buddy. We did watch a movie. This was my first movie of twenty twenty one, Sean. This is the one yeah, I, I know my cherry with. Are you, are you aware of that? It's huge, and now I'm so so I I realized that earlier, and I knew that that was the case <clears> when we talked about it. But it really really hit me earlier when I was thinking about it, and I'm like. Oh, man, this is either really good or really bad. (laughs) Because this has been so polarizing. Yeah, I can see why. (laughs) I guess I can see why. But also, like, from my point of view, I'm sitting back and I'm just like, just have some fun. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, come uh, on. I fully agree with you there, too. That's that's the thing. Uh, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. And this one hits a lot of parts of it pretty great, like right to the main vein. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Like to the point where I was laughing out loud, like in like, <laughs> yeah, kind of status in watching some of the things going on in this movie. But then, you know, there's there's points where you're just like, hmm, okay, well, that's 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 where this is going. Cool. There's a uh, overall uh, Mortal Kombat is movie. <laughs> it was weird. Like it was weird. I had fun with it, but it. It's not really a great film, but here's why. And uh, it, it's one word, and that's budget. Uh, okay. I think with about five to ten million more dollars, this movie could have really set off. What do you think that they could have in, um, uh, improved upon? I'm really curious. I've been curious to ask you about this for like the last week. It was it was very weird to me. You can definitely tell it was low budget. Uh, it's weird to have the entire thing centered <clears throat> around the Mortal Kombat tournament. It's called Mortal Kombat. And the entire movie is about not having a Mortal Kombat tournament. <laughs> That's a little odd. Um, sure. It sort of just meanders in the middle. Uh, we get this magical blocking thing from Raiden. Uh, here's a big question. Uh, it, they ask it right there. He's like, so Raiden, you can teleport anyone anywhere. Why did they all go fight one-on-one instead of just like one at a time? Teleport a bad guy in. Well, I'll beat his ass. All right, teleport <laughs> another one in. Well, I'll beat his ass. Well, they're the good guys. They can't do that. <laughs> I don't know why the bad guys are totally cheating. But I'm totally being semantical and splitting hairs. There is some really yeah. cool shit in here. This whole Scorpion Sub-Zero thing. I also would have liked to have seen him. That should have just been the movie, I feel. Yeah. Like So I, I thought that that's <clears throat> what the movie was going to be going into it. I thought it was because every trailer that you saw, and I didn't really watch many trailers. I don't watch a lot of trailers because... I don't want to ruin my experience, but like the one trailer that I did see very much so pointed towards the fact that it was going to be centered around the two. And I guess when you take a step back and you look at it in a greater picture, it kind of was, but you've got the beginning and the end and then everything in the middle yeah, kind of thing. And one thing right off the bat, in terms of my stance, I kind of look at this movie a lot like Ready Player One. Mm hmm. Little weird. I know that's a weird comparison, but I know so many people that loved the book that were very upset with the movie because it didn't follow along with the book. Now, I love the movie because I love the lore of, I love the lore of the book and I love those characters and it was really cool to see them in a new story. Not necessarily following along the same story that I went into it wanting to watch, but this this movie really made me feel kind of those things where it's just like, I love all these characters and like, I kind of know like the history behind some characters. I know Sonya, you know, kills Kano and blah, 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 blah. And so those were like really nice touches, but to see really new things happen were really, really cool. But I did, (laughs) I did kind of expect it to be more centered around Scorpion and, in Sub-Zero and uh, spoilers see Scorpion get killed like right in the beginning even right. though <laughs> in in lore you know that Scorpion is killed by Sub-Zero and he is dead like in the games yeah exactly yeah. because Sub-Zero killed him yeah like that is part of lore I just didn't expect it to happen immediately <laughs> yeah uh, Bovine Bear in the chat is asking are you a Sub-Zero boy or a Scorpion boy I am a Scorpion boy at heart, but a Sub-Zero player. <laughs> I, literally the exact same, man. I play Sub-Zero, uh, but I like Scorpion a lot. And I really liked him in this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Kudos to the fantastic actor. Uh, I feel like overall Scorpion and Sub-Zero, well, and Kano really stole the show. Oh, Kano was incredible. I really like that they're sticking with him being Australian, which... Was a thing that didn't become canon until the first Mortal Kombat movie, I believe. When he was originally played by an Australian actor the first time. And it was actually a big hit with the fans. And so they 
sort of retcon that and in the all the games and everything going forward he's always been australian because it really worked for that. it yeah yeah that is so cool he was freaking awesome every one of his lines <clears throat> is like over the top just overreacting responses to everything were just belly laughs it, and like his interactions with cole yeah. the main character in the movie were just especially in the beginning before fighting the reptile was so awesome <laughs> he just it, just seeing him on screen made me smile because he's such a perfect dick yeah he he really is uh, a pretty great dick you you brought up cole man let's talk about cole a little bit what did you let's do it uh so cole is completely also new to the series right he was created yeah. for this movie you play these games more than me um yep has he been implemented into the games now? Is he a character? No. No. Nope. Not at all. No. Do you think he will? Uh, maybe, possibly. I, I guess it really depends on the reception of this movie. I have a lot of... Th <laughs> Man, I'm going to sound like Ryan here. I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of thoughts. Um, I honestly really liked the Cole character, and I did like that story arc. Uh, I did like his progression through the story. And even though, you know, you kind of saw everything coming and it was building with his his flashes to Scorpion and Hell and stuff like that. And knowing that there was a baby that was saved centuries ago after, you know, Scorpion's family was uh, killed. Uh, so you kind of you can draw the lines and figure out what's going to happen. But I did like the character. My big problem with Cole was that he just he looks too fucking young for for the role when i first watched it i thought that before his fight his daughter i thought they were brother and sister oh yeah <laughs> and i like, totally could see that yeah and i can't see him with her and be like yeah no he's old enough to be her dad it's just like i can't put that to i i can't you can't together. suspend your disbelief. No, and yeah. I am really good at doing that. So when like Jack shows up and he's like, "Oh yeah, you you be Eddie Tobias," which was kind of a cool Easter egg. That was a nice uh, one. I liked it. Yeah, too. I thought that was awesome. I'm like, well, how long ago did they fight? This dude's like 22 years old. Like, <laughs> how did he have a fall from grace by now? <laughs> right. Like he's, he's already had the belt, been this great champion, and now fallen from grace so hard that he gets paid to lose, and he's only making 200 bucks. Like, yeah. holy shit, this guy's Through had the quite uppercut. the... <laughs> well, that's, that's another nice reference. Here's the thing. Another way that I feel this movie sort of fails is you do have to have played Mortal Kombat to a somewhat known degree to understand a lot of the movie, which I feel honestly kind of hurts it because... It's a lot of fanfare. Yeah, definitely a lot. And it doesn't bode well over time especially to try to bring new people in to watch it because like i don't know just so many things won't make sense or it's just so obviously fan service and you got to have some of it but mm -hmm. it's uh it's definitely a little odd i'm hoping that with that being said that some of the things that didn't kind of make sense right off the bat may lead people to looking into it like you remember that scene when they're at Raiden's temple and Liu Kang is literally just spamming a sweep attack on yes. Kano? Like, obviously referencing the first Mortal Kombat game where you just literally spam swept everybody. And it's just like, I hope that somebody watched that that may not be familiar. Maybe look that up and they're like, oh, that was cool. Like, it's cool that I know that now and maybe I'll appreciate it going forward. But that's my fingers crossed, like, being optimistic about it. Because I 100% get what you're saying. Um, Yeah, I was just sort of also, I don't know, it was weird. I, I expected there to be some form of tournament. I'm assuming they're hoping for a sequel, and the sequel will set up the tournament. And I uh, think they're planning on, like, three or four more movies. Really? Like this, this was, like, the first one in a planned at least trilogy, I think. Okay. I hope that it does some more. I hope they get, like I said, a little more budget would have got a long way because they kind of use it well when they have it. Like this opening mm -hmm. fight scene with Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Super awesome. Well done. Fantastically choreographed. Yep. Some of the stuff with like, I like the, the when Sub-Zero shows up in the current timeline 
and it's almost like a horror movie. You see him at the end of the street, like under a street lamp, and then like all of a sudden everything starts getting cold and like ice starts raining down. Yes. That, that was a really cool scene. I would have liked to have seen him embrace some more of that horror aspect a little bit. They could have maybe done some more with uh, Reptile too, but... A hundred percent. And the cool thing about that is I don't even think that was actually reptile reptile, but just like one of the one of the species because they just refer to him as like, yeah, send in one of the reptiles or something yeah. like that. And I was like, oh, that was kind of cool. I wonder, that, too, like it, but it also could have been because, holy shit, they killed a lot of main cast already in this flick. Yeah, it, but there's. The beautiful thing about the Mortal Kombat universe is there's so many characters mm-hmm. and and like in in lore, like it doesn't make any sense that by like Mortal Kombat three, half of those characters are still alive in terms of like what happened in previous years. Oh, if sure. It's sticking, yeah, if it's sticking to any storyline at all, <laughs> there's only got to be one that actually won the previous Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, all those other people got to be dead and like ripped apart and yeah, giant spike pits through their chest. So I'm glad they didn't go crazy overboard with the character implementation, but it was, um, it was kind of interesting that when they were in Sonya's trailer and they're looking at the wall of all the pictures connecting, there were so many characters from that universe that like she's like tracking them like there's Nightwolf and there's the Sun God and this person and that person. And it's just like, oh, well, we're not going to see them. So it's like it's kind of narrowing it down. But I am right there with you in terms of it was kind of weird to not have a tournament. But for me on the flip side... We kind of did have, like, those fights anyways. It just wasn't it kind of structured like that. It was a different storytelling thing going on. What I do wish was that there was less exposition in the middle. Mm-hmm. Because whenever there was action going on, this movie freaking rocked. Yeah, it did the action very well. Um, but it does... The whole, yeah. The it, whole Arcana thing was really weird and super pulled out. Especially when you get to Sonya killing Kano. <laughs> and just coming out with it and just being like, yeah. oh, I have these rings now. Yeah. Yeah, and she just shows up and she's like, oh, I got my Arcana. <laughs> so much. Like, of, what? So much of this movie is just like, oh, hey, uh, we need to get to this next plot point. Uh, oh, Jack's got his arms ripped off and kicked off of a building. But we're not going to check on him. Oh, hey, well, look, Jax is here in this temple. All of a sudden, how did he get here? Nobody knows. Thank God. Well, Raiden, I don't know if you know this, but Raiden can teleport anyone, Kyle. But didn't Did you not pay them. attention to the movie? Uh, <laughs> I did like that Raid or that Jax Sub-Zero fight with uh, that was from the trailer, like when he shoots the shotgun at him and he freezes it as a God, yeah. that's such a cool shot. Such a cool shot. I think Sub-Zero was easy, easily the coolest character of this whole freaking movie. Yeah. I. Th- what do you think in here? It was pretty great, it, for sure. His entrances, anytime he was around and the whole world around him freezing, it was just like he had this presence that was just so captivating. For sure. He definitely commanded the screen every time he was on there. Um, it was weird. This movie had some of that fucking plot armor shit, too. Like when uh, Melina has Sonya Blade like down and dead to rights. And then she's like, oh, this is a chosen and just lets her up. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> You're not worth my time. It's like, bitch, you can kill her in two seconds. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, there's, it's some, there's, some, there's some of that shit going on here, too. But again, you got to suspend your disbelief a little bit. It's sort of yeah. just not great writing, which what can you expect from a fucking Mortal Kombat movie, too? Overall, Absolutely. it does the job, man. It was entertaining. It, it has some serious flaws. And you're not going to like the movie if you've never heard of the games or never played the games. But if Absolutely. you have, there's enough there. You're going to have a good time. I do have one more complaint. I have uh, another one, too. Yeah, what's yours? Uh, so we talked about Cole. And his little suit that appeared out of nowhere. One, this is not a complaint against the suit. I thought that suit was kind of awesome. It was just and Black Panther suit, though. Yeah, sure. Never but seen it. But it was movie. pretty don't, cool. Don't know what you're saying. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I loved the fact that it was basically a kinetic absorbing suit <laughs> mm-hmm. that he could release. 
and that fight with Goro, and that fight with Goro was awesome. I love that fight. And when Goro's beating on him, and he's absorbing, and you can see it visually, and it all gathers into his fists, it's like the only time that the movie even touched on the fact that it's a kinetic absorbing suit that he can release all of that energy out of his hands. Yeah, It's like the only time, and I'm like, man, that is such a cool fucking suit, and you didn't touch upon like one of the coolest factors again after that you just focus on these little bars that he's holding on his hands his tauntauns i like the tauntauns yeah um i think that they made a point though that like so when he was fighting sub-zero a lot of times sub-zero was freezing him to it because he knew what the suit was doing so that's Mm. what i kind of picked up there my complaint though is going back to what you were just talking about and it's goddamn it they underused goro uh yes okay i agree girl got kind of robbed here it was do you think it's a budget thing oh absolutely um Mm. i just i thought it was weird that they killed him off so early and like immediately yeah and i think again that was obviously a lot of budget because it looked like it was a really good looking fight but like that means that they put a lot of money into that so it didn't look jank because that is essentially a giant CGI monster that he's fighting. And overall, it looked pretty good. Uh, yeah. The only thing is that, like, we see Goro walk in from a gate, and then the next time we see him is during this fight. If I had never played Mortal Kombat again, I would not know why I'm supposed to be so intimidated of this guy. Like, we don't see Goro fucking kill Johnny Cage like we did in Mortal Kombat back in yep. the day, where, like, it establishes that, like, oh, shit, this guy's serious. He's a real threat. He can mm-hmm. kill me. So the big bad. Yeah, the big bad. So Which, uh, I just hope that, that they fix it and bring in like Kentaro or something for yeah. the sequel. That kind of leads me to my next complaint. And it's kind of weird that I have so many complaints about this because of how <laughs> much I really like the movie. Sure. Yeah, but right. talking about big bads like Goro is like the big bad when you think of the original game, right? Mm-hmm. Or like the first two games. Shang Soon was like so underwhelming in this game or this or in movie. The movie yeah he was so underwhelming and as a character that's supposed to be all powerful like okay he kills kung lao and yeah. like a, in a scene that was one of the most underwhelming death scenes in the movie like I it, but it, I that's also that his power yeah. he you know siphons the soul and whatever <laughs> that was pretty good that was really good um but the, like that's the most powerful thing that you see him do in the entire movie and it, it was just kind of like meh yeah again i think a lot of this was budgetary it's also weird that yeah. like this badass emperor wizard dude that's running the mortal Kombat tournament for outworld has a posse of four fucking people. Ah, <laughs> uh, Cabal though Cabal made my heart cool. sing. Yeah, I just wish they would have done like his. Uh, they would have shown his face all fucked up. Yeah, that would have been cool. Oh but I God. did like Cabal. I thought he was I really sweet. liked his story in this too. Mm-hmm. His interactions with Kano that was so awesome. That that is that is a shining light for me. Uh, uh, Decadon. Key uh, Decadon. Yep. Ask which is worse, the writing or the casting and or acting. Also, I'm totally enjoyed the movie. I was entertained and that's all I can ask for. So what was worse, the writing or the casting and or acting? For me, honestly, I think the writing. Overall, I enjoyed the cast. I thought they did very good with what they had, which was the writing that they were given. Overall, I I was believable enough to suspend my disbelief. Um, I would only change... Oh, go ahead. No, carry on. I was just going to say, personally, I really identified with Sonya Blade having come from Gary, Indiana, uh, getting upset when somebody else called it a shithole, and then immediately herself calling it a shithole. Uh, For the record, by the way, Gary, Indiana is a total shithole. A hundred percent. Dude, I forgot that I wanted to ask you about that Mm -hmm. with you being from Indiana. Um, Also, fun fact, hometown of Michael Jackson. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. Going back to Sonya Blade, I love that she killed Kano with the same garden gnome that he spit on in Hawk Delugia. <laughs> that was very nice. Um, I would also say the writing uh, because I really like the casting of this movie. There's only two things that would change. One, 
Uh, I thought Raiden's actor was I, awful. I agree. I thought Raiden really sucked. It, he was so bad. Like, yeah. it felt like a robot on the screen that still couldn't, like, if you programmed a robot to deliver lines badly, that was this Raiden. And also, like I said, Cole was way too young. Like, if you cast somebody that visually looked maybe five years older than this actor did, and he played the role great. He did a fantastic job. But for me, as somebody who has a kid of that age, way too young. It was it was weird. I You know, I, I thought the writing was all right, just like that acting was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Shang Tsung's acting wasn't that great either. Oh, so like, yeah, I agree, too. Uh, I thought he was pretty bad. Uh, I also thought it was hilarious that they introduced this badass winged chick. Uh, who Nataru. is she from the games? Yeah, she is. Okay, and she then, got dispatched immediately. Man, immediately, the very <laughs> next scene, and she got a pretty badass death though. I got to give it to him for that. That that up the brutality rating. Dude, that that was one of those things that I was talking about earlier where I was just hooting. I was just like, oh my god, because that is when he threw his hat into the ground and it started spinning. That is 1,000% one of his long-standing fatalities mm-hmm. in the games. And it looked like it was ripped straight out of the most recent one, but with, like, real actors. It, like, I saw the body splitting. I'm just like... Yeah, I really like... The the fuck? It has her, her brain on both sides. I love when shit oh. has that. That was great. Yeah. So much attention to detail. Like, for as much as there is, like, budgetary restraints, like, what they did pour money into all looked really great. It's just, like, they didn't have enough to, like you said at the beginning, like, you're 100% right. They didn't have enough to take it the extra mile. Yeah, just a a little more, 5 to 10 more million would really help set this up. I hope, again... I do hope there is a sequel. I hope they get a little bit more. I hope we add the actual Mortal Kombat tournament. Let's bring in some more characters. They did set up Johnny Cage. That that yep. was really weird. I love. I'm a big Johnny Cage guy. So same. I'm excited about the tease for him coming in. So. So I hope that's going to get a lot of excitement going into the second one. And honestly, I'm going to say like I don't even know if we get a, a tournament in the second one. I don't think we Maybe. get like an actual tournament until the third movie. Maybe. Maybe. And may and maybe the second one's gonna just be an absolute um uh like a recruitment movie, get a team together, you know, obviously people are gonna get killed off, there's gonna be more battles like this, and then set up like a final showdown in the third movie for this tournament that ne- they never got to because those I think those stakes are still there. That if the outer realm wins they take over Earth because there maybe was no lose, tournament uh, here. Yeah, maybe we lose Shang Tsung in uh, the second movie, and that brings in Shao Kahn for the third one. I hope so because yeah. there was a lot of imagery for Shao Kahn in, in this the movie. movie. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Whether it be paintings or statues, I don't think Shinnok is going to be in this because his amulet was in the temple. That's what Kano stole was his amulet. Oh, really? I didn't. Know, yeah. I didn't pick up on that. I uh. Pretty much, I think Mortal Kombat 3 is about where I went out at. Okay. Yeah, 4 is when, like, more of the more of the characters, like, in the main lore kind of got uh, introduced. So, you know, we'll see where they kind of go from there. Well, and then after but, that, we went into the god-awful 3D years on the 64 and the PlayStation. and I loved Mortal Kombat 4. <laughs> really? I remember yeah. I, played, uh, I played the Sub-Zero game. Oh, that game's trash. But that game Absolute got trash. <laughs> that game got me. Uh, it got me like a bonus point and a candy in science class one time because I was reading the manual and it's like Earth. This wind, is why you you were in water. chemistry. I know that's, that is exactly You're getting why. Bonus points for video games. Also, I'm fucking stupid. That's why. But anyway, <laughs> uh, holy yeah, shit! I get. Do you have what is your favorite Mortal Kombat? Um, story-wise, the most recent one was amazing. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 11 was awesome. I've heard that for more than you, so. Yeah, it had such a great story, and it's not very often that I'm going to play, like, the story of a fighting game, but I was completely enthralled with that, and I I plowed right through it in, like, a day and a half, two days. Um, I really like that. Uh, shit, I would say... 
probably Deception was my favorite one. Which one was that? Was that a 64? No, that was on, I think, PS2. Okay. Yeah, that was really good. I grew up with, uh, I grew up going to a youth center um, in my town uh, with Mitch, and we would go and they had like a whole room full of Genesises, Genesi. Yeah. Genesis. Um, and they had Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate there. And I was mm-hmm. like that one kid that like knew every fatality, you were? animality. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, knew, I knew like before you uh, started the game, you know how you could uh, do three symbols? Yeah. And it would uh, kind of change what happened in the game. I knew like all of those. God damn, son. Dude, I was Here's the obsessed. Thing. I remember, uh, so I did, I had a similar upbringing i went to the local boys club a lot after school until my mom got off work and i remember they had a a super nintendo there that they you could like turn in your your fucking boys club card and they'd let you borrow the game and uh i remember mortal kombat 3 coming out and they had a big tournament and i was like cool i'll sign up for this because i loved mortal kombat 2 that was like my favorite one did you get your ass kicked Oh, so hardcore because when, <laughs> when it, I'd never played it before. It was the first time I've ever played it. And like you turn it on and there's 45 fucking characters. And I'm like, what is happening here? It like t- it takes isn't, up half the screen, you know? Isn't that the one that didn't even have like Scorpion in it? It might not have, but it did have. Uh, and I remember I chose her. Smoke. and I should, This is what I fucked up, too, because I played. It was my first time playing and I played uh, Shiva. Who was the oh uh, the, the female Goro? Yeah, yeah. And I'm, immediately I lost because I had no idea what I was doing. I should have played Reptile, who was my main. I don't even know if he's in Mortal Kombat. He's 3, not though. in that. Yeah. So see, that was the problem. I got you had like Sub Zero, who didn't even have a mask. He looked mm-hmm. like a, I I don't know, like some middle aged dude with like a red thing he on his face. He had the red scar and he had the yep. dead eye. <laughs> Like, that was so bad, but that in- introduced, like, Smoke, which was badass, and smoke, Cyrex, and Sector. Cyrex, Sector, fucking A. Yeah. That, that was a cool one. See, I liked Mortal Kombat 3 once I got into it. Uh, yeah. That game was badass. But it also brought us fucking, what was that? Du- dipshit Striker. Cu- yes, Striker! You knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> I knew about. exactly where yes. you're going, dude. Fucking Striker, That dude, dude. sucked. Oh, Striker's the worst. It gave us Cabal, but it also gave us Striker. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nobody likes Striker. No, it's like if you sat down and you and like somebody picked Striker, it's just like, really, out of all of these characters, this is the one that you wanted to play as? Yeah. Like, what attracted you to this? <laughs> Sound engineer Andrea's in chat dropping a lot of 1995 facts. And I'm, I'm curious if oh, he's I'm aware. got a 90, 1995 Wikipedia open or if he actually knows all these facts. <laughs> Do you remember how swell the O.J. Simpson trial was? Like, I remember watching it live. I'm a bit older than you, Sean, so I don't. Yeah, you're a couple years. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Ninety-five. I was. Eight. I was in sixth grade. So Ooh. I was in what eighth, third grade, I think. Okay, that sounds probably yeah. about right. But I remember my I teacher don't... had it on, <laughs> which was weird because I had I had not followed any part of the O.J. Simpson trial up to that point. Because I'm a sixth grade fucking kid. I don't give a shit about the O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> but I remember watching uh, the verdict live. So I got kind of a one up on that. So I was, I think, in fifth or sixth grade with the whole um, uh, Bill Bill Clinton thing. Right. Oh, and Monica Lewinsky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. I was in a Catholic school. Can you imagine how oh. awkward it was watching this on, or like <laughs> listening to this go down in a Catholic school awesome. and hearing about some chick blowing some dude and like the teacher's just like, uh, hearing some chick blowing uh, some dude. God damn it. I love when your Massachusetts comes out, buddy. <laughs> Is that Massachusetts? I lo- hearing some chick blowing some dude. <laughs> it, is it Jersey or is it mass? It sounds more mass I don't to know. me. Yeah. Dude, I'm on like the border of like uh New York, so it's just like you you won't hear me going to like a crazy Boston accent. Not too bad. But I do love sometimes I hear you though when you say teacher. Uh quarter. Quarter? <laughs> yes yesterday. <laughs> yeah. That's get that. 
That math, I love you. God damn it. Sean. I, I get teased around here for saying yesterday. Uh, I don't know why I say that like that, but I do. I, I love you for it. Buddy, I'm fucking super stoked that you are here with me now, mm. man. I'm so glad that you came on to the fucking show. Yeah. We're going to kill me too. it. We're going to be crushing it. Everybody in chat right now, everybody on Twitch, thanks for hanging out with us, man. You guys have all been super active. Like, we may not have responded to everything, but, I mean, I've been sitting here reading it, and it's been so entertaining. It's, like, it's really good. I enjoy it. Yeah. So thank um, you for hanging out and stuff. Sean, I guess before we go, we need to rate Mortal Kombat, but I don't know. what's the What was the last one that came out? Was it like 11? Mortal Kombat 11, yeah. All right, so let's do on a scale of 11. What would you rate oh, okay. this Mortal Kombat flick that we watched? Uh, man, I, I will tell you right now, I've seen this movie four times. Holy shit, okay. <laughs> I know, a little excessive, but it is truly like one of those, you did talk about it. Like, if if you don't know anything that's going on in this, like, you're not going to have fun. And, you know, I watched, I woke up at five in the morning the, the night it came out and watched it before work. And then tea was over and I watched it with tea. And you, I thought I, you had tickets for it too, right? And then I saw it in theaters. <laughs> yeah. And then I watched it again tonight just to kind of refresh right? myself. Because, yeah. I'll be damned. I mean, I watched about half of it, passed out for an hour, and woke up for the ending. <laughs> so I guess I've seen it three and a, like three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. <laughs> three and a quarter. Um, I, I really, I really do. It is one of those movies that, like, while I'm watching it, I'm not... Like I'm not like I'm not upset with anything that I'm watching. I really am super enjoying. It's just fun. It I get so much joy out of this movie. And I want to. I'm gonna give it. If we're going out of eleven, let's give it a. Man, I gotta use that nerdy Thursday math. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it. I'll give it a nine. My God. I'll give it a nine out of eleven. Holy shit, dog. <laughs> Kyle, what about you? <laughs> on a, on a, yeah, it is a little... I mean, and that's not saying that it's an amazing movie. That's rating it just out of my enjoyment of the movie. If I'm going to give the movie a rating rating, like it's probably like a seven. Six or a seven. But my enjoyment of the movie, and that's how I do it, I'm giving it a nine. I, I enjoyed it nine out of 11. I'm not nearly, nearly that high on this flick. I think still... A nine out of... <laughs> I'll give it a six out of eleven. Okay, uh, it's above average. I did have a good time with Just it, barely. <laughs> Man, no, that's maybe a little harsh than I want to be. I'll say seven. I'll say seven. It was a pretty that's good fair. time. It was a, but that's the. I can't judge it. I have to judge it as myself again. Like yeah. it does have a shit ton of flaws. It's got some problems. Um, but overall, as a Mortal Kombat movie, I gotta say, it fucking knocks it out of the park. So yeah. And this is one of those things for all you listeners. I do. I am a little bit different. I do do things a little bit differently. I, I'm not going to like absolutely nuke a movie unless like the problems that I see in the movie absolutely ruin it for me. If there's something that's like super detrimental, I'm just going to. I'll lower it. I do really base this off of how I like my enjoyment of when I was watching it. Mm -hmm. um, so it could be the greatest movie ever made, but like if I didn't enjoy my time with it, my experience in this movie, and that's kind of like what I want to, what I'm bringing with this show is it's experience grind. It's, it's my experience that I'm grinding through life and doing all these things. That's what I'm going to do. It is something you guys might think I'm way too high, way too low, but you know, I'm me. And I love you for it. If you guys ever want to see Sean totally shit on a movie, uh, if we get to like some I'm not watching film, The Lighthouse. I was going to say Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Come on, man. <laughs> the Lighthouse, Lord of the Rings. Let's just like toss that shit right out the Have window. Have you seen Lighthouse? <laughs> To know yeah, you, you did. You saw it. Oh man, I loved Lighthouse so much. I Sean. fucking hated that movie so much. <sighs> Sean, you're gonna have to watch so much pretentious bullshit on this show. <laughs> oh, and I'm also like, I expected to like it because I love A24 movies. Yeah, and I love. I like got to the end of that. I'm like, that movie sucked. Yeah, I totally get why people would hate the Lighthouse. I 
fucking 100% understand it. I do not bemoan you or begrudge you for not enjoying it at all. Uh, for sure. So, Lake House. Yeah. Zeus wants Lake House. Is that the one with Hayden Sandra Bullock. Oh. That's Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. And Keanu Reeves? Uh, I don't know. Where he writes mailbox letters from the past and it goes to her house? Is that... <laughs> That's speed. <laughs> I don't also know. speed. <laughs> yeah, he writes a letter and puts it on a bus and it gets there into the future. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Keanu and Sandrick. I'm dumb. Sandrick. Sandra. Sandrick. Oh, Sandrick. it is it is Keanu and Sandra though. No Sandrick. shit. Yeah. Did and you know me, man, like I will watch literally pretty much anything. And uh, what I would love to, I don't know, this is just an idea in terms of like, if we're going to do games, like I, I would say like, we don't, we, like I said, this is like about our experiences Mm -hmm. with it. Like, I would love to kind of put out there, like if we're going to play a game and it's just like, we play as far as we can possibly get into it before we just don't want to play it anymore. And then we can talk about like our experience with the game and like whether or not we would want to continue it and see kind of rate how it was. I also think, just, uh, just a thought, like we shouldn't put that pressure on us. Oh, for sure. I, I definitely think a hundred percent going forward. Like if I'm not play, enjoying it, I'm not going to force myself to play it. I'll do what I can, but yeah, uh, I do ex- fully expect listeners out there. Uh, you should expect a returnal episode at some point in the future. So, <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, and Zeus, I'm running. I'm writing down that you would like the Lake House. Uh, that's one I've never seen, and you know what? I like watching movies I've never seen. I'll definitely talk about it too. So that's I'll written watch down. that tomorrow. Shit. Sound engineer Andrew would like Face Off. Uh, you know, I'll watch I that fucking too. love that. Movie. You love Nicolas Cage. It's an easy sell for Sean. I love so. Nicolas Cage. We're getting Wicker Man. I think is the only movie that I don't like by Nicolas Cage. Uh <laughs> there's some I don't like, but there's a lot that I do like. So, uh, ah, shit. But anyways, man, I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do the one where he's ta- he's flipping out about the hangers, man. The fucking hangers. You know that one, <laughs> dude, dude. I don't even know what you're talking oh, about. Man, right that's now. a wild ass movie. <laughs> Literally every movie that I watch him in, I'm just like, this guy is like coked out or something like what the hell? Oh, there's no sure. way somebody can react like this to literally everything in the world. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's definitely drug induced to a degree, but um, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Drug induced is drug induced is drug induced. Yeah. Um, well, buddy, this was a lot of fun. I mean, thank hey, you uh, again for having me uh, be a part of this. And uh, folks. Everybody in chat, thank you for hanging out, watching. Uh, if you could do us a solid, if you do have Experience Grind on your podcast app, you know, give it a little play ski. Mm-hmm. You know, bump up them plays for us. Give do it a help. You know, or, you know, just tell a friend about us. We re- re- yeah. really appreciate that, too. Sean and I are here. Sean and I are in for the long haul. We got a lot more episodes coming up. Uh, we're so much do stuff some, planned. It's yeah, crazy. We, we're going to do some great things, people. Uh we're glad that you're here. Thank you guys for, you know, loving Sean like I love Sean. Uh, we got some fun things happening, people. Until yeah. then, though, you know, uh, we'll catch you next time. I am Kyle. And I'm Sean. And, uh, you know, go fuck yourselves. <laughs>